Greetings, nerds. This is Zena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. Yeah. We're getting close to Halloween. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Have, have you got a costume picked out yet? You act like I celebrate Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know. Right before we started recording, we were like talking about Squid Game and how it's the how it's the easy go-to costume for for 2021. It, see, it's still too much effort. It may be easy, but it's still too much effort for me to go right. after Squid Game. Um, yeah. It, which we cannot talk about because Will has not finished. I have finished it along yeah. with you season three. <laughs> <laughs> so, Will, I finished Squid Games. Um, Squid Games. I finished yeah. you season three. Have I watched a single episode of a third season of Succession? No. <laughs> I know. It's a weird time right now. It's it's a weird time. Weird times, folks. I mean, I, whenever Sarah told me that, and even this morning, I think I got a message from you that your your plans on succession. I was just like, I I I was like, what happened to Sarah Belmont? Because you know, billions and successions are is like the two shows that I figured that was like appointment. That was truly appointment TV for you. <laughs> still is but i i haven't gotten and i don't get the feeling that by waiting i am um going to get spoiled that's okay. the beauty of these types of shows with with the shows we normally talk about like yeah. chances are you, you gotta watch it or else it's gonna get spoiled and it's True. really easy squid games yeah. almost got spoiled for me pretty much yeah. did get spoiled for me but anyway that's another rant um <laughs> Before we get into the TV shows tonight, we do have a few things to talk about. Um, there's a big announcement by Disney this week, um, a massive MCU 2022 film release schedule shakeup. Um, and, and the big leading one was the fact that we're not gonna get Doctor Strange 2 in March. Um, and on the rundown, Will, Will asks if the mouse blinked. I, here's my theory, Will. Okay. We should be grateful for the mouse because he just confirmed, he or she, well, mm-hmm. it's a he because there's many mouse. Anyway, he yeah. just confirmed for us that the Batman will be as good as we think it's going to be. <laughs> because don't forget, yeah. in 2016, mm-hmm. there was another showdown between DC and Marvel. It was Batman v Superman versus Captain America Civil War. And the MCU were like, oh, hell no, we get May. You guys go run away. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and they did because Mm -hmm. they knew that Batman v Superman was trash. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I, I, you know, I think as, as, you know, with this news, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, nobody would think that. Um, and, and if I, you will never admit it. I mean, because, you know, because whenever they had the Eternals premiere, uh, this past, I think it was Tuesday night, um, you know, he, he chalked it up or maybe it was Monday night, but he chalked it up to, well, production delays, you know, obviously due to COVID, um, and, and, and also, um, just, I think, you know, shooting things getting behind and also the, you know, with the uh, potential with the uh, IOTC, the whole issues with the, the, the crews 
you know, that, that strike happened and well, yeah, it was, you know, they had the deadline to, they did avert the strike and creating a deal, but I mean, there's a lot of, uh, uncertainty with the, uh, various trade trade guilds, um, for, you know, for film and theater and television companies. So, you know, so those, those factors definitely, I think, weighed into it as well. Um, but you got, but, you know, but you're right. I mean, he would never, ever openly admit that, we don't want to be trying to go up against the Batman. <laughs> well, I think that it's also just very strategic because yeah. Doctor Strange 2 has also just been confirmed as being a very important movie for mm-hmm. the MCU. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's not one where he wants to split the audience, split the earnings. Mm-hmm. He, he wants it to have its moment and... Yeah for for a bigger period than if they was sharing a month of March which with yeah. the Batman. Right. And and I think overall just I mean between this year's fandom and last year's fandom, the Batman trailers just stole the day all oh, times. And yeah. it's just a massive it, something massive is coming. I mean Yeah. Yeah. Warner I mean, Brothers it, may be a little bit of a fucked up company, but they the Batman may be like that that bright light yeah. in the sky for them. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they doubled the viewership for Fandom this year. It was like sixty-six million world yeah. worldwide. So, you know, and everybody was there for that that trailer. Uh, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, heck, they even like you know pushed off a couple news items and and and, and trade trailers like, for example, the Flash TV show season eight. I mean, they didn't even bother like putting it on because they knew it would just completely get lost in in, in the Batman. But right. you know, yeah. But uh, but I think you're right too. And it, you know, this, the space is a I think important thing because you know I think Warner Brothers and 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 other film companies are going to go back to at least a 45 day release window. You know, moving forward. So uh, this way, Batman will have his free brain in the theater also looking at the date with with may with dr strange too i mean that's when we've gotten the big adventure films in in may mm-hmm. uh, and, and so that's tra- been tra- in traditional time that marvel drops their their big kickoff the, the of the summer film uh so there's that piece of of it as well and then you know then you know and then all the other other films as far as thor and Black Panther 2, uh, the Marvels, and Ant-Man 3. I mean, they basically get slid to the to the right, I guess, a month or two as far as their original release dates versus their, their now current ones. And assuming that if production holds and post-production doesn't get delayed, um, you know, they they will uh, they will air then. And I think those those spots. I think Feige also said that they were already like release date spots they had anyway. So it has basically shifted everything to the right just to, to give, you know, honestly, you know, to give the, the productions more time to get these things right. And I think that's a good thing. And it's not like, it's not like where we were last year where we went like a year and a half without a Marvel product. I mean, uh, so, you know, we've, we've been spoiled in 2021. So I think at the end of the day, we'll all be happy because, you know, we'll have a great DC film, hopefully with the Batman and then, We'll go right into May with with uh, with Doctor Strange two and, and Spider Man is still on track for December. So yeah, but more importantly, Eternals will drop next month. 
uh, early reviews are out there. Personally, Will, I don't want to talk about early reviews of the Eternals yeah. because I don't want anyone to temper my expectations. Yeah, yeah. I think overall, I hear you. I hear you. Most of them were that I did see were <laughs> positive, and I won't, you know. And, and there is a spoiler out there, and I'm not going to say what it is. And because is it about Harry Styles? I, I just see. I just I'm gonna put that on the cutting room floor. <laughs> what? What? Like that was all over Twitter. <laughs> I know, I know, but there's some people who don't like follow this stuff, you know, like closely. I, hey, so, so. Hey, hey, if you don't follow this stuff, then I don't know why you're listening to it. True, true. Yeah. Well, our our listeners probably probably are aware of that particular thing, but so and you know that's why I said spoiler, so that way people can like jump ahead a few seconds. <laughs> if they need so to. Weird to me that, that <laughs> he's going to be in the MCU, but yeah. stranger things have happened. Um, yeah. We also got um, an announcement that Rick Cosnett, Eddie Thawne, will return to the Flash this season. Yep. Haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, Eddie is back, and apparently, I think it's going to be a flashback. I know uh, a lot of fans, especially fans of the comic. We're, we're hoping that uh, Eddie would come back as say a, a Cobalt Blue, you know, adapt that storyline into the TV show. But uh, you know, it, from what I've read about it, he it's just some flashbacks to I guess back to some things from season one. And, and you know, they've done this before with Eddie. Uh, I think in season maybe three. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the Flash always reuses its old tricks. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you know, you know, if it's, if we'll see what they do with it, I will say I I, I thought the uh, sizzle reel trailer that they dropped this week, um, you know, teasing Armageddon, you know, it, it did what it needed to do. Got me a little bit, a little bit excited about this this upcoming season. Hopefully, it uh, crossovers tend to be. Or is they one either of the, work or they don't. <laughs> yeah, they either work or they don't, and hopefully this one works. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, the one trailer we have to talk about tonight, Will has not seen. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. It's hilarious. Um, but I have watched this, and um, it's the Uncharted trailer, which dropped earlier today, starring Marky Mark, Mark Wahlberg, and Tom Holland, our Spider-Man. Um, Tom Holland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will never not see Peter Parker. <laughs> watching podcast <laughs> <Typecast> much <laughs> it's so hard um i will say the trailer is fun okay. the trailer reminds me of a lot of a fast and furious movie it's an mm. adventure action movie i thought the comedy in it was was good i didn't have any issue with the jokes um the action sequences reminded me a lot of aquaman frankly mm. Mm. I'll put that out there. You know what I'm talking about. If you've seen that Aquaman trailer or even the movie, yep. but um, overall, I, you know, it's something I would probably not go to the theater to watch, but I would definitely check it out um, on Netflix or a streaming service. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I yeah, I just didn't get around to that one today. I guess I was, I was tied up and obsessing with uh, another new story we'll talk about here here in a bit but um but yeah the, the one thing i did see about the uncharted i think a lot of folks i saw nathan Fillion tr trending for a, a bit and uh, i guess i guess he did a, did a short 
short Uncharted film sometime back, but uh, yep. that 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 was that was my extent of uh, of uh, of that. But I'll, I'll definitely check that trailer out. And I, and I think another there was another trailer. I think the 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 one with the Rock and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Um, well, yeah. Well, the rundown is done. Like I know, I know. Yeah, I know. It's just random, rando stuff. Yeah, I know. I know. I was just. I did. That's the trailer. Yeah. Because yeah, you've I, been you've been going back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is gonna be Will's section because Will knows where I stand on this. This whole thing, Ruby Rose, out of nowhere, just comes out with these allegations and and just talking all of this stuff about her co-stars and um and Ber- I think Berlanti, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she named. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she yeah, I mean she name dropped uh Berlanti, she name dropped uh Caroline Dries, um Sarah uh Sarah Schlachter, and then as far as her co-stars, Do Ray, Scott, and and Cameras. And yeah. uh and yeah, I mean it was just like boom. Yeah, she she just and it it was really weird because I mean her exit happened, there was a lot of speculation, 2020 happened. We get season two of Batwoman, don't really hear anything from her. And mm-hmm. then out of nowhere, right when season three is kicking off, she just comes out with yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, it was so- and what was really interesting was when Cameras spoke out against her and was talking about how, and okay, let's call spade a spade. You got fired. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you were the hostile one. Yeah. So... We're 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 never gonna know the full truth, but we'll take it away. All right, all right, yeah. So you set it up pretty, yeah. You you set it up well. I mean, she, you know, she starts. So she goes on Instagram. I'm sure a lot of you are have read the them, and I won't re, rehash all of it. But you know, she well, she wants to clear the air, which is very interesting because uh, she basically led to the company, you know, stuck to the line before that she was overwhelmed and stuff. I think on Jimmy Kimmel, Fallon, like I think about, you know, earlier this year about leaving the show. So, yeah. So I think the, I think they actually the, the with the IOTC um, labor issues, I think maybe gave her, I don't know, gave her, you know, maybe her non-disclosure expired or, or, or maybe she was just inspired by that and Ray Fisher and other things. But yeah, she dropped this stuff on Instagram. And, you know, with the premise of, you know, wanting to clear the air and, you know, and, and, and sort of what happened to her on the set and other others who, who were injured, which I do. I do remember the, the PEA uh, injury, I think, you know, happening right before, you know, everything broke, shut down for the pandemic. Uh, the, the fire incident to me was a sort of like, whoa, I have not seen that anywhere. I mean, at all. And. You know, because something like that, I mean, for example, you know, when major incidents happen, like, like for example, the tragedy that just happened that was reported earlier this evening on the Alec Baldwin set where the, the prop gun, like, misfired and a, a person was killed. Uh, you know, that stuff, you hear about that kind of thing. It's not something you can just wipe under the rug. So the thing with the third-degree burns, I was like, where did, you know, where did this happen? Even Titans, and show that we were going to talk about later this evening, you know, they had a stunt incident go go wrong and you hear about these things so i don't know where she got where she was getting that from but uh yeah so she just went scorched earth on it and 
uh, yeah, then Warner Brothers were like, we're not fucking around. <laughs> they just came back and just like, well, we tried to be nice, but since you went there, we're going to go there. And they were like, basically just unloaded on her as far as in their statement that, you know, they had, had investigated her allegations of misconduct on the set by her. And then there was another, and then of course, cameras uh, tweeted last night, uh, late last night, it's hard to be fired as the lead of the show. Yeah, you know, that's just something that doesn't happen, right? So, mm-hmm. and he, that's what, that's, that, that's, that was part of the quote from his tweet and, um, and how the, the crew and stuff are, are very happy and everybody's working well. And, and then a, a production assistant today, like, released a statement about their interactions with, uh, Ruby Rose on on the set, and you know they put their name to it, as you know that she was very difficult and didn't and, and treated rank and file crew on the set very badly, and and gave some specific examples of that. So you know, I think one of our listeners, uh, you know, shared a great tweet that said, you know, there's her truth, there's Warner Brothers truth, and there's the third truth, which is some probably, you know, which is probably, when you think about it, all these things that are out there are, are everybody has validity to some of these things that happen. No, no, no one's going to come out of this looking great. And I think that's, that's the thing uh, about this. Um, and it is very unfortunate because it seems that, you know, the show, this theme and, you know, this this third season so far has started off pretty strong and and everybody was just kind of moving on. And then for for now, after all this time um, to, to drag this up and then just, you know, especially when you said, oh, yeah, I will go back. And then now saying Ruby saying, no, you couldn't force me with a gun to my head, blah, 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 that I to go back. It just, uh, you know, it just seems I. I, I'm just trying to figure out what does she what does she hope to gain from this, other than just maybe, you know, getting her all her stands or be like, yeah, Ruby, I stand with Ruby Rose, and all the you know people like me is sort of like, well, you know, you're not making yourself look any better here. Uh, I'm, you know, yes, those things did happen, and it's it's you know it's unfortunate that people did get hurt on the set, but you know. It, yeah, just it, 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 no, no one, no one comes out of this looking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what did you think about this week's episode of Batwoman? I thought it was it was okay. I mean, I think they were it was um, it was you know there were some, some standout moments. I thought uh, particularly the relationship as we talked about last week between Ryan and Alice. Mm-hmm. It, that they just. Javicia and, and Rachel just have great chemistry. They play so well off each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just becomes, it is, it is very apparent. And the thing that really stood out with me with this particular episode with, with Alice and the, the little girl who Killer Croc had, had abducted. And when she encountered, you know, whenever earlier in the episode, she, Alice was you know, telling Brian, look, you know, I, I was that little girl. No one came and looked looked for me. No one cared about me. Uh, but then when the when when the moment of truth happened, where Alice could have could have rescued her and and really 
you know, if if she truly had been redeemed as, you know, they they, they what took us on that weird like redemption arc last season. Uh, you know, it showed that no Alice at her, at her core is uh is a killer. <laughs> and she doesn't you know, even though she told this young girl like, hey, you know, the best piece of advice I can give you is, you know, look out for yourself. No one's going to rescue you or no one's going to come be, you know, be there for you. Right. Alice yeah. is a very complicated character. And yeah. I like yeah. how in this episode they they use that um, because the the villain is very one dimensional. Um, yeah. It was a nice twist when they added the father element to it, especially mm-hmm. knowing last week where Alice was with her own relationship with her dad. And then you have that counterpoint to Ryan's newfound mom and, and their feelings. So, so I think that was good. And, and I, I like the fact that they, they have that card about Alice and we spent so much time with her and understanding how she became who she is now that there's a vulnerability there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and if she's going to remain a part of this show, a fixture in this show, it's important for Ryan to, to understand that or see a potential redemption. I don't know if that's the plan this season. If by the end of it, she does feel like Alice is worth saving. Um, I don't know how you get there, Yeah, but but th- there there must be some sort of end game for for this arc um but yeah it it wasn't a bad episode it wasn't an overly great episode i'm yeah. i'm trying to figure out what i feel as though um well the writers are playing a lot of cards real quickly yes that was another thing and i don't know why which it, yeah. and it's kind of refreshing because last season I don't know what it was. I was like, Jesus Christ, is, why is it so slow? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I was thinking that very thing too. I was like, wow, they just like jumped to like, we're going to go ahead and just put it out there. Ryan, this is your mom. And Ryan's yeah. going to go confront her mother, her birth mother. Uh, yeah, I felt that. I was like, woo, they, they are not messing around with, uh, with the timing. <laughs> no. But I, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I also, I, I, I always like a good Mary episode mm-hmm. and Mary had a smaller part in this episode than comparison with last week, but she had an important part because the Curtis and Mary ship is sailing again. Yeah. It's, it's full steam ahead. Yep. It's happening yeah. this season. Luke. It's been a while since I've been on this ship. I remember it. Well, I'm very happy about it. Yeah. Um, that... I, I do like the twist at the end with that, with the suit and the mm-hmm. removing the fail safe, remove yeah. the eye. AI. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that as well. Uh, the, that, that basically, and also I think really speaks to them, you know, you know, with Luke and his psychological PTSD from, from all the things that happen. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think that was a smart way to to show his imperfections, and and also, you know, why you know it was a good it was a good way to like you know, show why, like you said, why why the suit was was failing on him, not because it was anything physical. It was just all in his head. 
Yeah. Well, I, I remember it's been so long since that episode aired with him being shot mm-hmm. that I had forgotten about it, but it, it, it took only a few sentences to remind us of what happened to him last season and also yeah. how angry he was about be- being brought back because yeah. he was finally interacting with his dad again. So mm-hmm. I, I think that they're going to explore that a bit more. I'm excited mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing that's bothering me is what the heck is Sophie doing? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, does she have a job? What is her job? How does yeah. she earn money? Is she on the team? Is she not on the team? Is she part of Wayne? Enterf- like what, what is she doing? <laughs> <laughs> So she's counsel. She, she, I think her official title was counselor to the acting CEO of Wayne Enterprises, because that's her. That, that's what she's doing this season. Yeah, I think she should have just been acting. <laughs> season, but all right, yeah. So that's yeah. it for this week with Batwoman. Um, surprisingly, Will, I'm just full of surprises this week. Yeah, <laughs> I had to watch Batwoman and Titans right before we recorded. I actually watched Titans first. <laughs> oh, wow, you are full of surprises. Get the pain over with. Um, yeah, it the Titan season three finale happened. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I know before you we would were enjoy it. <laughs> well, and 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 it's something you 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 made while we were while we were talking before we recorded. Something that I said that you, you wanted me to bookmark for for our, our conversation. And, you know, I shared with you how I had gotten not one, but two weeks behind on Titans because I was traveling for work last week. And then, um, and then what, I think we were watching Doom Patrol and I just didn't get to, didn't get to it before. So I watched, so I watched episode 11 Monday, the other one last night, and then the finale tonight. And, you know, I'm always you know, folks who've listened to us for a while know how I how my my stance on binging, and 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 I was telling you before we recorded that I think the reason why I like the finale and stuff is because I kind of mini I did basically a, a binge of the the last few episodes, and this series actually I think works better if you do watch it back to back instead of having a week separation. Right. And, you know, as you as you are saying that, I was thinking about how I really liked the first three episodes. They dropped the first three episodes on one day. Mm-hmm. And I binged the first two and then wrapped up the third one the following night. And so I agree. I think I think that this show, season four, we might have to experiment. And depending on when it drops and everything, potentially doing doing a binge of it yeah. at the very end. Because yeah. th- I, I just there's something about the pacing, the mm-hmm. way these character arcs work. Where having a week break, it just dilutes everything for me. Yeah. And the the villain was awful this year. I really hated the villain. I I, I expected more from Starfire and Blackfire. I'm mm-hmm. not mad at what happened to them. I'm glad that they became friends and. Blackfire is able to return home and her and Connor hooked up. But I just, I going into the season, I expected more. 
um, yeah. from that rivalry. And so I'm kind of disappointed that it kind of just ended. Um, I thought it was funny how Dick and Barbara just called it quits. Yep. <laughs> and she's suddenly free from jail. And, oh, yeah, Argus is here. Roy Harper's Argus. I don't know. It's just there's something about the show where it's so predictable. It's so freaking predictable. It just well, bothers me. Yeah, well, and I think that's, you know, like I said, because the Blackfire, Starfire stuff, because it, since I, like I said, since I watched it, everything in succession, and, and you're right, I think that's why out of the gate this season started so, was so felt like it was a, such a strong start, and it was a strong start, but mm-hmm. I think it was because it, it, it we had those three, especially episode three with, with when, we, when we lost uh, Hulk, how... Just very powerful, well-paced episodes, and then things just kind of bogged down in the middle to the point where I was just like, "Okay, I'm so ready." I was, you know, I, I, I kind of like, "Okay, I'll get to it when I get to it." And that's how I ended up like realizing I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a few weeks behind." But then once I watched the last three together, I was like, I felt that it was a very good closing out arc for for this season. Um, and but I will say with the finale, you're right. It seemed like there was. I, I, really, I put in my notes as I was watching it that it was like, damn, this is like the Bat Family Easter egg. <laughs> like, drop yeah. this. I mean, it was like Argus. We got, we got, uh, yeah. I mean, they were just they like, they have dropping. to do all of their name drops before they get out of Gotham. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, it was just so many like little Easter eggs dropped during that, during that finale. Um, and, uh, you know, Rosal Ghoul with the Lazarus Pits. And I mean, it just, it's, I mean, I know that was a few episodes earlier, especially, you know, with the penultimate with Dick being resurrected through the Lazarus Pit. But there was, you know, so there was that. Um, but the Argus, the Argus was, you know, I, I, I was okay with it. Um, you know, we, you know, we, you know, we've had the Arrowverse version of Argus. We've had uh, now the Suicide Squad and DCEU. So it was only a matter of time before we got it on the HBO Max um, <laughs> DC shows. Uh, and, you know, and, and it was the way they introduced it and, and, and showing how 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 speedy um, is is head. You know, I mean, it's, it's part of that organization now, uh, which was a nice tie in. Um uh, you know, it, it worked for the story, given that GCPD was was so corrupt. So I thought that was a, a good way to to introduce them into the ser- into the series this way. Um, but uh, you know, and there's some good fight sequences. You know, like like always. I mean, I will say the fight choreography in the show is pretty dope. Mm. And you know, for, for mm. yeah, well, I mean, it's not it's not Shang Chi. I mean, no, but. <laughs> But it's but it's not it's not uh, you know it's not Legends of Tomorrow either. So <laughs> you don't even watch Legends of Tomorrow. I know you I have watched on shows we watch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's not flash choreography then. Either. Okay. There we go. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, that you know, you know, we got Red Hood. We you know, we got closure with Jason and 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 Bruce. Why didn't he go back to the girl? I don't know. That's that's one of those hanging threads. Because I mean, basically, the way they set things up with with with, with Jason is he's gonna he's gonna end up in San Francisco. 
Yeah, and and that's the only reason why I didn't go back to the girl, but that's what they should have done to make it more of a mystery. And also, another hanging thread, we still don't get anything about this whole Donna comes back to life and instantly saves Bruce. Are you freaking kidding me, writers? Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need closure for that sequence. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, Will. And if I binge this season, which I would never do, I would, I would still be like, okay, this this scene, this sequence does not make any sense. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I'm still, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I thought about it. I, I did go back and rewatch, and I still, you're right. It just seemed, and it maybe it goes back to the earlier seasons because Bruce and, and Donna just were such were, were so adversarial, and the lack of trust that it it that this was the the the, the 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 least likely person that that we would think this that would save Bruce is the one who actually did save him from from himself when he tried to commit suicide. No, I'm not buying it. It doesn't uh, make sense. Um, yeah. Tim Drake is now officially on the team as Robin, yep. which I think is another funny thing because there's a moment in this episode where his his parents are just like, "Gotham needs you. This yeah. city needs you." Mm-hmm. And and he's accepted on Titans. And the first thing they do is they go on a road trip back home to San Francisco. Yeah. Well, he's got to get training, you know. Good job, Tim. <laughs> I will say this, though. Britton Thwaites, the man, can, his American accent just kills me every time. I mean, how he has turned, because we knew we watched him in interviews. I was watching, you know, Fandom, and then mm-hmm. I think he was doing an Instagram takeover today. And just, I just, you know, just have to just you know clap clap because he just he he switch coats switches so well i mean so it's really, really yeah well. i'm not i'm not as impressed because so many ac- british and australian actors do that so well yeah i know, <laughs> I, just, know but. I mean i mean you're right it's a really good one it's it's yeah. really good um but but I don't I mean, know. I feel like I feel as though British and Australian actors can do the American am- accent better than some Americans. <laughs> yeah, they, they totally can. That, there's no doubt there. It, yeah, because, yeah, it's like uh, for, for sure, for sure. But um, I just yeah. But, you know, like I said, I, I you know, the show was renewed. We got that news in D.C. fandom for for season four. I mean, I guess they are setting up for Rosal Ghoul to be the villain next season. God. God, when has Raza Ghul ever added anything to the series? I mean, let's not forget Arrow season three, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. mean, Arrow season three worked for me for obvious reasons, but right. I just, it's why are we going back to this well? Pun intended. Why? <laughs> why? Okay. Well, on that note, that's yeah. a wrap for Titan season three. See yep. you next year for season four. And um Stargirl. Yeah. This is the penultimate episode, right? Um let's see. I believe so. let's see. I think is it thirteen episodes or fourteen episodes? Let me I let me check while 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 you start. Okay. While you set it up. Yeah. Okay. See when I expect Will to know things, but <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm normally on top of it, but I I, I want to say I think I it think they finished, very much like a penultimate episode. I think they have two episodes left. I want to say okay. the finale is the November five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
this episode is fine. Um, I, I actually, and I kind of called it when we were talking about fandom on Sunday night, is that I think the trailer was better than the actual episode. Mm. Um, because I just, he, he kind of knew what, what was going on. He, it, it, there was no moments that really stuck out to me as, ooh, that's that's fascinating. And that's going to lead into this big end game plan for for the overall show. Um, it's just, for some reason, it felt as though we we left things here, we need to get here, and we need to make sure Courtney... Um, is like like makes these connections to mm-hmm. what's going on. So we essentially she's lost in the Shadowlands um, with Sydney and Doctor Midnight, who she both encounters. Um, and because we met Jenny, Jenny returned at the end of last week's episode. Go figure, it's her ring that's able to find the uh, the shade who is mm-hmm. able to open the doorway and kind of have a redemption of his own. He yep. ends up sacrificing himself to get everyone out of the Shadowverse. Um, again, as always, Stargirl's, Stargirl episodes work really well for me when Sydney and Courtney have moments together. Yeah. Um, they are very good adversaries because Sydney, like Alice has this ability where you hate her. She has done a lot of crappy stuff, but she will never let you forget that she was made into this. She wasn't mm-hmm. born this way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you, and you find all of that. And, and I, and I really liked the moment where she tells, um, what's his face? Oh, the dragon. I think so. Eclipse. She's okay. not afraid of her dad. And then, yeah. oh, oh, honey, we know you're not afraid of your dad. Here's your mom who you killed and all, and all of that guilt resources. Mm-hmm. Um, great, ma- act, great moment, very well acted. Yep. Um, and, and you can see Courtney start, start to realize that Sydney you can't put into that box entirely because she's a kid too and things can't be black and white. I mean, that's not how the world works. So um, I think it was an important story for Courtney, but Mm -hmm. um, overall I think there's been better episodes this season. Yeah. I I would agree that. um, So I would agree with you there. I think there have been better episodes. I I will still to, to date, it, this is probably in the top three or four episodes for me for this season, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but go back to the finale question. Uh, it is November 2nd. This was episode 11, so there's two left. Okay. Yeah. But uh, getting uh, this week's show, I, yeah, so what what really worked for me was the, one, just the, the, the magnificent use of, the limitations of the pandemic and how to use that to their favor as far as filming with the black and white and using existing sets, the callback to the, the um, family um, from the first season. Uh, the, oh, the magician. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. And just how chill, how like, you know, it, it just, it was like, okay, 
we remember what happened to that kid in the first season and and the magician and you know and just really you know how eclipso just kept hammering how courtney has just ruined people's lives and then and then how he how eclipso twist courtney's feelings or whatever into into making it you know the the the, the shadow verse barbara like saying having a kid ruined my life and you know and and trying to use and how and courtney's you know obsession is with with with, find, with thinking starman was her father in the first season so all those like callbacks this show does a, a great job and 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 really shows the 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 why Eclipso is such, such such a dangerous adversary by using all those bits of fear and anger and regret and and using that to uh, to 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 his advantage. Yeah. And 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 of course in Sydney's in Cindy's case, it worked. You know, she embraced the darkness. And 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 this was a very important moment, like you were saying, for Courtney, because the world is shades of gray and it's not black and white. And so you know, so you know, choosing that filming choice to make this episode a black and white episode as far as how Courtney's worldview is and, and making her realize that, you know, like you said, life is shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, wish, I wish yeah. that they wouldn't have brought up the dad stuff mm. because that, I feel like they keep playing that card almost mm-hmm. to a detriment because I really, I really like Barbara's perspective. Um, we haven't seen that perspective in a while, that resentment, that anger, mm-hmm. that frustration of being a single mom with a daughter who's only worried about her dad because he's not around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was a good angle. And and I was like, oh, good. They're not going to play the dad. Oh, they just. Oh, they did that. <laughs> True. Yeah. But that's yeah. just a small nitpick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a small nitpick, uh, yeah, for sure. But, but uh, you know, I think, but it, I know they, 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 they there was shades of season one, going no pun intended, <laughs> um, uh, there. But, uh, but yeah, you know, but I think it was, it was important just to show how again teaching Courtney, especially moving forward, and especially as how the lies and deceptions and everything have broken apart the the new JSA how it broke apart the old JSA but i think this will be the the by showing courtney this and and courtney finding herself to realize that hey you know life is is it's not black all black and white will help the the team come back together when uh when 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 it's when it's go time in the finale to take take down eclipso yeah yeah i i see there's a reason why i thought this was a penultimate episode and because it touched on not only courtney's um what she'll need to do to defeat eclipso Mm -hmm. um but also it touched on a lot of character beats that happened throughout this entire season. Mm-hmm. I mean, you brought up the musician um, reappearing in his family, which um, reminded me a lot of, I think it was episode three where we, um, we focused on Artemis and her parents. Yep. Yep. And, and there's that moment that I think just for some reason stands out to me the most is where she's standing with Pat and asking, why does she feel bad all of a sudden? 
mm-hmm. because yeah. I think in that moment, that's, that's the, um, fear that Eclipso tapped into to bring back the magician family and, and be like, you didn't just destroy one family. You've destroyed a few families. And, and, and we know she was doing the right thing, but there were ramifications for it. Right. Right. Um, and then at the same time, he, he talked about where Yolanda was after this experience, where Rick is after mm-hmm. this experience. And so it very much felt like we have moved all of our players on the board. Yep. Next week will be endgame. But but I guess they have a few more cards they want to play before they get there. So Yeah, yeah. And I have to say, the um, yeah, they have a few more cards they, they have to play. I think you know you, you, to your point about Barbara and seeing that that element of her as far as in the Shadowverse, but also in the in the in the in Blue Valley in the normal world, um, how you know Courtney means everything to her and she'll do anything for it, and 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 using that relationship between Barbara and the Shade and the Shade seeing Bar- a lot of uh, of his the Shade sisters' qualities in Barbara. Right. And 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 how that was that you know that he, you know that helped him even though he went through that theater as a way to rejuvenate but you know but also thinking of his on a sister and and their relationship and and how how he drew strength from Barbara to to be able to uh, open that portal so that that Courtney could get out and then you know and then Courtney just doing the you know what what true heroes do and I think it was important even though it's it's a very obvious thing to do. But I think it was an important thing for for them to do to show Courtney's growth and also to show a clear, unambiguous um, thing that she's she, that she has embraced the hero was to you know and 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 the, and the, and the double down on the contrast between her and, and Cindy was for her to go and go go back and get Cindy. I mean, yes, it was a very obvious story point. You know, we know we knew that was going to happen, mm-hmm. but but I think the you know but. I think they carried off a very obvious story point in a way that was effective and and, and really sets up uh, the penultimate for next week and then ultimately the final the end game as far as uh, it makes what makes it plausible for for Cindy to you know be like Alice like we were talking about earlier and, and, and assist but at the end of the day um, Courtney and, and Cindy are going to be foils and yeah she she saved her but and. You know, Courtney has has a marker, you know, that she can call in on her one day. But and maybe this helping to defeat Eclipso is that marker. Right, right, absolutely. All right. On that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Will M Polk. W I L L M P O L K. And you can find me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Find us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. And our website is at www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.